Hi, this is Perry Kurtz, and I wanted to tell you that I've got a new show coming out. It's called Happy News with Perry Kurtz. That's me. And it's going to be different because we're going to be bringing you the upside of life. That's right. The happy news to make you feel good. And each week I'm going to have my special guests. We're going to talk about their lives and comment on the good things. You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can watch us on Binge On This on YouTube. Welcome to Roll 420s, Knights. I'm Connor and I'll be your keeper. Today I'm joined with Drew. Hey, how's it going? Alex. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Star. And, and of course you all know Brian. Boy, stay smoking more weed than Hitler. What's up, dudes? How's everybody doing? It's been a minute. Good, good to see everybody's yeah. beautiful well, faces. Today we're going to be joined with, by Drew. Drew, do you want to be a man with a mouse, a guy with an eye patch, or an elderly Latino man? Let's go with man with a mouse. Man with the mouse. All right. You yeah. are Vince, Vince Vapor. Um, I need to add Drew to this... Um, Call it Cthulhu right here. So starting with Drew, um, we're gonna talk about these characters real quick. Um, Vince Vapor um, is a 37-year-old pest control guy. He's got a lot of constitution because uh, you know he's got to survive with all the, all those, uh, all that poison that he's breathing. Um, he's he's pretty good with chemistry to mix up different poisons, um, but he's not he's not too not too smart. This fella. And he's very uneducated. Um, Brian, you are Hambone, um, fifty-eight-year-old drifter. Um, he's been in and out of the prison system his whole life. Sorry, Vince Vapor. Also, he lives kind of a solitary life. Um, he had a high school sweetheart named Marjorie who got sent away to a mental hospital. He also has a pet mouse named Squeaks that he always has in his pocket. Um, and he's kind of kind of lonely and gullible. Um, what happened was Vince was in charge of fumigating the ship you guys came on, um, and knocked himself out from using too much poison. He's just now coming to. Um, Alex, you are Clyde Katz. Um, and you've Damn got a great, right. Damn right. You've got a great <laughs> vibe on who you are. Kind of a sleazy guy. He's very, like, neoliberal, where he thinks, like, anything that he thinks he can make money on is completely acceptable. Um, hates his wife, um, just spends a lot of his time drinking, trying to stay away from his wife. He always has this lucky two-headed nickel, um, and he, uh, is like a real ladies' man, but, you know, don't tell his, don't tell his old lady. Lastly, Star, you are Meryl Wait, wait, let's not forget one very important feature, and that he is good-looking and well-hung. I was yes, about to say. I said, let me check my notes, brother. Hold on. I mean, I, I wrote that down expressly in the event that it would come in handy at some point. So that is... Giant Dong is actually a major part of his character. Um, he's super smart, super smart, huge Dong. Um, 
interestingly enough, doesn't know shit about the law, though, despite being a lawyer. And then we've got Meryl Mansfield. That's uh, who you're playing, Star. Um, Meryl Mansfield is um, a cigar-smoking scientist who is uh, now bisexual. That's canon. Um, <laughs> I did that. She's kind of clumsy, but, like, very hopeful for the future because she's really, really dickhard about, like, atomic science. She's almost this, like, neo-Marie Curie um, kind of vibe. Um, she studies at Miss, well, not studies, she works at Miskatonic University. And she's just like, as soon as we figure out, like, how to harness the atom, it's going to change the world. I mean, you know, no, nothing matters except for that. She's an expert engineer, and she's great at chemistry. I mean, all brains, not a lot of brawn, though. I got pulleys. You got pulleys. <laughs> that was genius. I said, can I use pulleys to do it? Yeah. Fuck it, I don't see why you couldn't. <laughs> Alrighty. So. Are you ready, Connor? Um, and where we left off last time, our heroes had uh, gone out in hopes of going on a nice sea excursion to a relaxing science retreat. But unfortunately, they came upon an abandoned ghost ship. And now, scientist Meryl Mansfield, lawyer Clyde Katz, and hobo stowaway Hambone have ventured onto the ship. Unbeknownst to everyone else, pest control guy Vince Vapor was aboard the first ship all along, knocked out from toxic fumes from fumigating the ship. As they ventured through the icy corridors of, of this gigantic ship, they found all sorts of strange signs of struggle. And Meryl saw an odd creature stalking the group. But as she saw it for the last time, it was almost too late for old Hambone, as it lunged at him. Oh, wait, it was lunging at me? It was like, I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> sure when I edited this son of a gun, it was like, and then he saw nothing. And I was like, and that's what we're ended. But oh, he's lunging at me, huh? So I don't well, see him. You just don't see him. See him, okay, all right. Meryl uh, sees him just fine. Yeah. You guys are in the crew lounge and Clyde had busted open the liquor cabinet and was getting ready to down some down some booze and as that you know lock gave and it echoed through this empty ship Meryl looked over at the door and saw that thing that thing that had been stalking you guys and she called out as it swung its huge claw at you and as you looked over your shoulder to see why she yelled you didn't see anything We've not picked up that yet because we're going to start off with old Vince. Vince, you kind of, you wake up um, and it starts kind of coming back to you. You know, you got hired to fumigate this ship, uh, this little small vessel called the Delilah by uh, Captain, Captain Ship. Um, They had a (laughs) real rat problem. Put some respect Uh, on his name. And I'm gonna hop you guys on over to the Delilah. So, so Drew, you can kind of see what we're looking at here. And you sort of come to um, down here, maybe uh, in one of these bedrooms on the bottom level. Um, and right away, you know that something isn't right uh, because you can feel the sea moving underneath you, and that was not part of the deal. So, I'm in what room again? I'm sorry. Um, we're gonna say you're in bedroom five. 
Okay, but my of course my character doesn't know that. Uh... Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. you you wake up half underneath this bed. You know your uh your poison wand is still in your hand, um, and you're not you really sure how long. Crazy you hard on for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like you wake up and you're all groggy and you just got the autoerotic asphyxiation thing going on. You know. Um, <laughs> do do I remember Christ. how I got on the boat? Yes, yes. Uh, you know you were hired. You know, hired to, to, uh, to do what? Spray for bugs and rats in the okay. bottom of the boat. Uh, bottom of the boat. All right. Um, so I had no recollection. I just blacked out, right? Yeah, I mean, you were spraying, and you kind of started getting a headache. And you're okay. like, man, I should, I should probably open a window, and then pff, out, you know, just all black. Okay. All right, so um, I get up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I take, take a look around the room. Um, do I notice anything out of the ordinary? Um, you notice that there are no no living bugs, which is, I mean, you've definitely done the job. Um, and then you notice something definitely out of the ordinary. Um, the ship sort of starts to sway um, as though it were at sea and not in the dock like it was supposed to be when you were doing this job. Okay. You go running up these <laughs> stairs, you know, and uh, you know you ascend the, the, a few flights of stairs just very hurriedly. And so, um, so the, you the, also the, notice that the the controls of the ship are like ripped out, like just like totally just smashed. Oh wow! Okay. So the that the shipping tanker pretty much is, does it look old or does it look kind of like what's the condition? Like what does it look like? Um, it's in pretty good condition. I mean, you would guess that it was in operating condition. All right. uh, there is one thing, though, is that it's sort of run into an iceberg a little bit. Um, it's not sinking. It's not like a Titanic sort of situation, mm-hmm. but it is kind of, you know, not moving. Um, but it's a fairly modern vessel that is in relatively good repair. Okay. Um, I, I shout out kind of like a, hello, anybody there? And you're kind of answered by nothing. Okay. Um, do I see a way inside the? Actually, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go to the um, tool cage. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna go where I think where the engine room is. And so you, as you make your way down, you know, to the tool cage, um, and and this time you move, you know, a little bit slower. Um, you know, instead of just in your absolute rush. And as you get to the bottom of the first set of stairs, you you smell kind of the smell of of fuel. Um, and as you move further and further down towards that tool cage, you smell the smell of fuel even stronger. Okay. Um, when you go to that tool cage, you see that the engine is just torn torn up and you know something is has beaten on this engine really really badly all right okay are there um i i look inside that tool cage are there any um what's inside of the tool cage um you find an assortment of tools one that really kind of jumps out at you as a nice size ball peen hammer there's also like a assortment of various screwdrivers okay yeah I'll, i'll pick up the ball peen hammer 
All righty. And I'm going to add that to your inventory real quickly. I'm going to go ahead and go up to the dining room area. Mm-hmm. The second floor of the boat. I'm going to see if there's anybody else on that level. And kind of searching that level. And, and as you look through it, you find uh, at this at the pilot station is the captain. Um, and he is pinned to the wall with this huge... If you didn't know better, you'd think it was a spear. But <laughs> it's almost like an icicle, you know, uh, clear and and cold to the touch. Just this massive, you know, four foot, almost like a giant arrow. And it's pinned this man right to the wall. Um, and just blood is pouring, you know, it's poured out of his chest and he's completely exsanguinated at this point. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you to make a sanity check. Okay. Um, and the way you'll do that is you're going to roll uh, D100. And okay. it's you want it to be less than your sanity, which is six uh, eighty five. So you've got a pretty good chance of being fine with that. Okay. Rolling now. Ooh, maybe not. <laughs> Alrighty. So you've done what's called you've failed this sanity check, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, you're going to lose some sanity. All right. Alrighty, and so you're going to lose only four sanity, not too bad. I'm going to go ahead and deduct that from your total. And sort of kind of mechanically what happens is that sanity is going to get chipped away until something really, really shit happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're going to just absolutely lose your friggin' gourd. And you're going to be all like, ah, and like freak out and attack your own friends or, you know, start throwing all your money on the ground or something stupid. Yeah. Um, All right. Cool beans. so I, I have a mouse, right? Or yes. With the mouse. So, so it dawns on me of, of my mouse companion, and I search for him. To All right. Try to get some comfort of what I just saw. And you, you look in your coat pocket and in your inner coat pocket. There he is, Mr. Squeaks. Um, <laughs> he's okay. And okay. I, um, do I have any food to give him? Um, yeah, you have mouse food in your possessions. Okay, I, I give him a little bit of mouse food. Great. And he starts kind of squeaking. He's feeling a little bit better. You're feeling a little bit better. Okay. Um, and then you hear, just almost on the on the wind, you hear, no! Just okay. from the distance coming from the ship. All right. So, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of look outside of the, the pilot window. Um, and... Yeah, the worry in my face. So I hear that there are other people. So I go back up on top on top of the boat and look for an entrance into the the tanker. And there's there's a ladder. They've kind of parked. Maybe not parked isn't the right word, but parked um, this the ship, the Delilah, right up next to this tanker. And there's a a ladder access that will bring you up to the up to the deck of the ship. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, I attempt to climb that ladder. And you're good. Yeah, you're you're able to do okay. that. You get up to the top. Right. And with that, I'm going to cut over to these guys who are kind of having this kind of this ordeal. Brian, are you are you there? Uh, okay. So Brian, you are back because I hear you. 
Um, <laughs> so the traction was uh, the guy who that was was is a bosun, and I said he was the ship's janitor. Um, turns out that's not what those are at all. That's like the super good sailors that know how to tie all the knots and kick oh. all the ass. So I was like, hey, didn't you, didn't you don't time like me up and beat my ass, all you really good sailors that I just said all you do is mop up doo-doo all day. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys on Twitch. It's an important retraction. I mean, you never know what uh, uh, Wilson might stumble across the podcast and, and be insulted that you yeah. denigrated his, his if, efforts and skills. Get, yeah, what if we get huge and then, like, the Bosons are like, okay, BLM, <laughs> Boson Lives Matter, and, like, like now I'm just God. <laughs> You think um, your impersonation of pirates is, uh, is okay, do ya? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, at least I'm not Mbabwe anymore, guys. And mm-hmm. then fucking Umbabwe. Hey, real talk though. Umbabwe was beautiful and special to my heart, dog. One of my favorite parts of that episode, not to get too sidetracked, but was when Star, everybody's like, we're go, we'll go in. And uh I can't remember who it was. I think it was Connor. He was like, Are you gonna go in too, Star? And Star was like, I'm a black man with a shotgun in 1920. I'm gonna stay outside. And I was like, you know what? And I was like, Yeah, I'll stay too. I'm a Muslim. And that was a, that was a good one. I kissed that dude. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you um, Jimi Hendrix, that pretty good. You know, we were all excused while you kissed that guy. <laughs> hey, dog, you know that that was such a sick power move. In hindsight, I'm so mad we didn't record that. Um, <laughs> okay, Hambone, you look over your shoulder and you see nothing, and then you feel this this impact that that wraps around and it starts to almost constrict you. You know, taking your breath away. No, it's not sinus. I got the itis. Ah. That's all I can do, right? Oh, wait, no. I'd like to roll for. I would like and to actually. See... So, as, and it swings out and it kind of gets a grasp of you. And then, like, just as it, it's about to have you, you sort of slip out. Like, it loses its grip on you just for a second. So, you're free. You're not currently being held. Meryl, you see this thing. And it's, it's almost like its tail reaches out. Um, and it's not a tail like you would think uh, uh, like a cat would have. It's a tail like a, like a snail. This pseudopod sort of reaches out and wraps around Hambone, almost lifting him off the ground. And it sort of loses its grip on him and he, as he stumbles back. All right. Do I see an opening to try and grab for him? Can I grab roll for, for that? To grab for the for the ham bone? For the ham bone. <laughs> I can't let the ham bone perish. This is so the ham bone the ham bone is broken free. Like this thing could sort of like think about if this is the ham bone okay. and this is the hand, it kind of goes mm, like it claw machined it, you know, like ham bone oh, just okay. kind of fell out the last second. Can I spot check to see if I can? I would like to spot check to see what was touching me, right? I don't know how more specific I can get than that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're just kind of looking around the room? Yeah, I'm just going, what? 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 Oh, Jesus, the ice cows. All right. <laughs> I fucking knew it, I say. Oh, Jesus, a 98, Brian. What is your life? I don't know, 98. You, you're not even sure which direction it came from. All right, I turn around and I go, I go. No, that's cr- that's crazy, right? I look at I, I look at at uh, Merle. I'm like, Merle, what's going on? What what's going on? 
I'm confused. I'm genuine because I felt it, right? I felt something. You felt it. I mean, you felt Merle. this thing wrap around. Merle, you. girl. I can see her. She's visibly shaken. Merle, what is it, girl? Okay. Where can I still see the thing? It's right there, and it's it's sort of like it's got a humanoid upper body, mm. and it's its head is just these huge, horrible jaws, and one big eye in the middle. And its body tapers down, you know, almost like you'd expect like a merman to be. Um, but instead of having like a fishy tail, it's this huge, almost snail-like appendage, but not slimy, it's scaly. Okay. And on the bottom of it is kind of this flat fleshiness that will that it tried to wrap up T-Bone in. And as okay. you gaze at this horrible horrible monstrosity it shakes you to your very core please make a sanity check mm. All right. hope, hope you prayed today <laughs> at least five times that's gonna be a 46 you are so close yeah you have done it you are you are able to keep your shit together um and you see this thing but you still do take some sanity damage i mean it's still you know, probably the worst thing you've ever seen in your entire life. So and it, you, you see this thing, and, and as awful as it is, you know, as being probably the worst thing you've ever seen, um, you're still able to maintain your composure. All right. Is the thing to the left or to the right of Hambone? It is. It's in the doorway. In the doorway. Of this. Yeah, like it's not kind of, it's not, it's going to have to really, it's so big it doesn't really fit through the door. And it's going to have to really push itself through the door to get through. And it's kind of just turned around and sit that tail in after okay. him. Could you mark it on the map for us real quick for the viewers? Yes. For the viewers at home. So it is here. Okay. And you guys are kind of back here with the liquor cabinet. Okay. All right, so I'm going to look at Hambone and yell at him to get away from the doorway immediately. I, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, and, and retcon me if I did this, or I mean, don't retcon me. I'm not retconning anything. <laughs> retconned. We used, we used a crowbar to open up the doors for the liquor, right? That you did. And I still have that, don't I? That you do. Okay, so I would like to run towards Clive mm -hmm. and... I'm just gonna prepare for kind of battle. I want my back against the wall. I know that much as a pirate hobo. You never want your back exposed to anything. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach back and I'm gonna grab Clive's hand gently. And I'm gonna go, Clive, Clive. She sees something. I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's a nice cow, but, but stay by me, okay? And like I interlocked hands, and I, I'm never gonna let go. And like I, I have my, my. <laughs> I, 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 I'm never gonna. And I give him a little. I grab his hand. I kiss him. I go. Look, I go. I'm never gonna let you go, brother. And then I, I'm there. And we're holding. We're holding. I have. I have his hand in. I have his hand in my left hand. I have my crowbar in the right. And I'm. And I'm like, stay close. Merle, come here. As wait, as as Claude over here. As he as he says all these things to me, I definitely lean down to him and say. Your brand of insanity is always profitable. I will not let you die. <laughs> <laughs> we Dutch, we Dutch Dylan arm each other. 
Uh, <laughs> you, son, you son of a bitch. One tear down my eye. <laughs> you guys are making me sweat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I'm laughing so hard I'm spritzing. <laughs> it's like when two kids are on the playground and the parents are watching them and they're just continuously becoming badder and you're just like, oh no, this can't, this can't end well. <laughs> All right, where are you at, Meryl? Um, I'm running to where they are since Hambone just called me. All right. And so you guys kind of all have your backs against the wall. And uh, you, you and Clyde, you see the doorway sort of start to buckle out. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... You just don't see anything, but you see this thing as, as the... You don't see anything... But you see this thing. Um, you don't see anything that would be causing it, but just some massive force is bowing the doors out. Um, and Meryl, you see that this thing has one hand on the left, one hand on the right, and is pulling it, pulling it open, the steel slowly giving as it's, as it's trying to worm its way in, contort its way in to, to this room. All right. Merle, what is it? I need you. Does can Merle? Merle, <clears throat> sorry. Merle's explained to me what she's seen, right? Connor, I'm. I'm. A, that, that's a. That's a Merle question, but I would. I would think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's gonna be, I, I don't know. I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally need to go. Merle, tell me what you see, and then have her re-describe everything you described. She's gonna say, "I do it." <laughs> <laughs> I do the I thing. Know. No, I'll I'll tell you that it looks like a really giant, messed up looking fish man. Does it have horns? Does it have horns? No horns, just a really oh. long tail. Ooh, ooh, I let go of Clay. It's not a nice cow. We're okay. We're gonna we're gonna be fine, everybody. I, I just turn around. We're gonna be okay. Oh Meryl, Jesus, is that what that at. looks like? Yeah. What is it? That looks like a velociraptor. Spooky. Christ. We're gonna be okay. I look at everybody. <laughs> it doesn't have horns? Good, good, good. Um but I then, tell him there are more thing there are more things in, in heaven and earth, more terrible things in heaven and earth, hambone, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Ice cows are only the tip of the iceberg. You have no idea what's out there. Bone, bone chilling, Clive, as always. Truly bone chilling. Mer- Merle, suggestions. What do we do? What do you need from me? Um, we need to look for an alternative way out or weapons. Are, I would, are, <clears throat> I'd like to spot check the room to see if there are any more exits other than the one that the giant slug man is in. Yeah, there, I don't think there is. You don't need to spot check. You guys are cornered. We're in a room. Okay, <clears throat> this is what I'd like to do. Merle! Well, <clears throat> guys, and I'm, I'm, you know, we're here. I can't see anything. I, I, I don't have the eyes nor the third eye blind. My third eye is blind, and I cannot see it. Uh, but here's what I do know. And I take out the candles that we got, mm-hmm. and I grab the rum bottle that Clive has, mm-hmm. and I, I go, Merle, I just need you to show, just point. To where it is, and I'm gonna throw an old-fashioned 
I'm gonna Jewish lightning is what they call it. I'm gonna Molotov the fuck. It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Oh, I'm sorry. I look around at everybody. What year is this? I'm sorry. Are we are we not progressive? Okay, fine. Then I'm calling Zeus's. I, okay, we're gonna Zeus spit it. That's what I'm calling it. No, that's not a good one. I'm I'm gonna Hades sneeze over in that direction. So I just need you. To, I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. So. <clears throat> and so as you're I talking, do. you see the door just was <laughs> bust open. It's finally given up. I'm I'd just like gonna to be it. pointing right at it, screaming right there, right there, right there. Clyde, right, uh, I'm Clyde just gonna and- fire my flare gun at it because I have one damn flare. And I saved it just for this occasion, and that's what I'm going to use it on right now. Love it. Um, really quick, I would like both of you guys to make a sanity check as you see this unseen force tear open this door. I've seen um, not, not you, Star, because you, you saw yeah. the scene force. I rolled a 57. All right, let me see where you're at. And my insanity is sanity 68. All right, so you, that's a pass. What about you, Alex? 44 out of 75. Sick. Right, you guys are both good. You're going to take a single point of sanity damage. Not too bad. Okay. Everybody's cool. doing really good right now. Um, so did I manage to throw the bottle before he shot his shot off? Do I need to roll? I'm going to say no, because are your candles currently lit? We did have our candles lit. Remember, your candles we are lit. Okay. The light's lit. And um, yeah, and then you asked us if our weapons were in hand. So we have a candle. That's right. Okay. Yeah. You are, you, you, you got me, you got me. Um, so, all right, so we'll, we'll go with both of those things. Let's start with Clyde. Go ahead and make a firearms, uh, hand, handgun check. Alrighty. Nice. That's a 12. All right. And so you target this thing. And you manage to lick a shot right off into it. Um, well, you know, what you would assume is it. It's a pretty big target, though. And you see this flare goes flying forward and sort of lodges itself into some unseen object. And you hear this horrible, horrible shriek. And I'm going to have you roll damage. Give me just a second. Alrighty. Um, and I want you to give me 1d10 plus three um, damage, please. All right. That is going to be a three plus three, so six. All right, so it takes. So there we go. And give me a second. I want to annotate that. And let's make sure we call out our rolls, too. I keep forgetting about that for the listener so they know what we're getting it out of. All righty. Actually, I should probably just do it like this because this is going to be the easy way to do this. Do this job. Okay, love it. Alrighty, and now Hambone, go ahead and make a throw check for your uh, Jewish lightning, Zeus's breath, Molotov. Yeah, where did that come from, Brian? Who? What was I watching? Where that? Where someone said that? <laughs> And you're going to be rolling throw. Uh, 25. And throw is... His name is Hambone. His daddy taught him to throw before he went home to find milk and never came back. Why is it not throw? Yeah, your throw is six. That doesn't seem right. I mean, you can change it. You're God. I am God. Um, 
All right, so uh, I actually just added the base stat for throw is 20. Uh, and since there was a six on there, I made it 26, not knowing you had a 25. So congratulations, that's a pass. Hey! Uh, so you throw this Molotov cocktail, and it goes tumbling through the air um, and shatters again on this thing. This thing that, and it, it just ignites it ablaze. And as I throw the as I throw the bottle, I'm like, uh, flame on! <laughs> you know, rest in peace, Stanley. I like how you have all these like, uh, it's like a hot tub time machine thing where uh, you keep like starting things before they ever happened. Alrighty, Brian, and I'm gonna have you roll two d6 for damage on your Molotov. Got an eight. Love it. And this thing, and it just it just ignites, you know, this enormous fire uh, just kind of encompasses this this invisible mass. And and you see, you know, just these flames and it kind of licks around where it's burning. You can almost see it just in its silhouette. And it backs out of the door, shrieking and down the hall. Aha! Yarg! Oh, I'll see you. I'll see you in hell, Ice Man. And uh, then I look at everybody and say, "We gotta, we gotta get the fuck out of here, bros." I mean, uh, dudes. I mean, yards. Let's go. We gotta go. Let's all right. Go. I'm, I'm gonna say all right, but hold on first, because I'm the only one that can see it. Hold on. So, so I'm gonna run over to the door real quick and check the coast and see where we can go. And you, you don't really see. Any, you see, uh, the the floor is sort of there's a soot on it from where this thing is kind of drug itself along. You know that it, it moves kind of with its two hands pulling its its lower undulating tail, um, and you see this soot trail that goes down the stairs, um, uh, but you're not sure where it goes beyond that. Okay, I'm gonna oh. yell back at them. It looks like it went down the stairs. We need to go in a different direction. Now, Vince, you hear, uh, you know, you kind of pull yourself to the upper deck of the ship. And you look, and you hear this this commotion, you know, this shrieking, and it's some explosions coming from inside uh, of this superstructure of the ship. Um, and I'm going to really quick have you, guys, have you be able to see this superstructure of the ship. So that's what we're looking at. You kind of pull yourself on, to on top of this ship and these three huge cranes as well as a superstructure. And below each one of the cranes is a uh, hatch, um, one of which is open. Uh, and it's almost torn open, um, and the other two are closed. Um, and then you hear just these explosions and this horrible scream coming from from in the superstructure. He's like, I head back. <laughs> I leave. Fuck that. <laughs> nope. Okay. I, I go. I go to the sound. All right. And so we'll go into the building again. I'm just going to move everybody back. And you run in and kind of immediately see the stairwell. Um, and as you kind of, you know, and the sound is kind of going on as as you are ascending you know this essentially this battle is playing out and you're running towards it 
and at the base of the stairs on the first floor, there's sort of this sooty track as you get there. And uh, actually, I'm going to I'm going to reverse reverse that decision. You run in and you run up the stairs. And as you reach the top of of the first flight of stairs, you you see some horrible flaming thing going down the other slide of flight of stairs and you hear familiar and you hear voices coming from the door right, right beside you. Okay. I'll try to open up that door. All right. And it opens up. And in fact, so much so that, you know, as you kind of push on it, the frame just kind of falls out of the door. Like some great force had been ripping its way in. Um, and you're presented with a lovely uh, female scientist, a in, uh, an astonishingly Ooh. attractive, slick-back-haired man, <laughs> and an old, dirty bum. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's cold-blooded. They all seem very visibly shaken. Um, the bum appears to be soaked in rum. Um, and... And the the attractive man is is standing, his hand kind of quaking as he's holding a still smoking flare gun. Jesus Christ, did you see it? What happened? Why are we here? Who are you? My name's Vince Vapor. What's your name? My name is Meryl. We don't we don't have time for names. There's a giant. Uh, well, Mer- Meryl, what is it? What do we? There's something here, bro. It's fucked up giant I, fish man. Giant fish man, Vince. I'm Hambone. I shake his hand real quick. Yeah. And this here is my silent but handsome friend, Clive. He's a little shy right now because, you know, we... Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'll go... I rub his belly a little bit. Say hello, Clive. <laughs> Say hello, Clive. Give him a second. Hold on. I go a little south. Say hello, Clive. <laughs> I just keep going south until he says something. Don't worry, he'll 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 warm up to you. We just we got shaken up a little bit. Oh, what's what's this, Clive? For the love as of you God, move your, say hello. as you as you move your hand lower and lower, you feel something that feels kind of like a Hickory Farms smoked sausage, but longer. <laughs> oh my God. My, awesome. I, I I think I'm way past hello, and I should just. Uh, I should just kind of lean back and take it or you know, <laughs> shudder with pleasure or do something. Oh, there he is. He's gone. Okay, he's awake. Uh, let's fucking roll, dudes. So I go, so what is going on here? Apparently we're in great peril. Do you, does anybody know what that thing was? No. There's a man dead on the boat. We got to get help. How do you propose we do that? There's got to be a radio here somewhere, I think. Do we know where a radio is? Well, now, hold on, hold on. We're still liable in the pursuit of booty on this ship. I mean, even you, my good man, now that you've arrived from who knows where. The law? Getting the law involved at this juncture? My word, no. In, In this instance, we are the law. We are salvage. We are... We are gonna be dead if y'all don't shut up and move. I didn't want no part in this. I just passed out and I showed up here. Next thing you know, the captain's dead. I'm stranded with you now. People I don't even know. Strangers. 
Unbelievable. What a what a set of circumstances, eh? Sh- shut up. Everyone just shut up. <laughs> okay, everyone just shut up. And I look at Okay, look. Merle is the only person who can see what the hell is going on. Handsome person who just showed up. Vance, is it? And I look at him. Is it Vance or Vince? It's Vince. Hmm, what a it's name. Like Blair Adams. Okay, Vince. Listen. Okay, listen to me. Listen. Okay? There's something on this ship. It's eating people. It's killing them, bro. And we can't see it, okay? Now I'm just a humble pirate, okay? But you need to stay with us, all right? And we need to find a radio. So we have to keep going through these levels. We have to head to level three. Do you trust me? I spit in my hand. (laughs) Do you trust me, brother? And I I put my hands out. I look at his hand and I look at him. I refuse to shake it. Like... I guess uh, you strangers are the only option I have. Consider me in. Not enough spit, eh? I spit in my hand again. <laughs> All right. Double down on the trust, friend. I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, <laughs> I'm Hambone. Uh, so do I still have that poison wand on me? Uh, you have a, uh, an amount of poison on you, yes. Okay. So <laughs> I just, I was like, I'm not. I'm not shaking your hand. It's a test for you, my friend. I wouldn't shake my hand either. Okay, <laughs> let's roll. Let's get out of here. I don't even wipe the spit out of my hand. I use it to, to slick my hair back. And I'm like, Meryl, sweetheart, I, I'll go wherever you follow. All right. I mean, I'll go where, I mean, I'll follow wherever you go. <laughs> Meryl, I'm just visibly <laughs> shaking up. Meryl, I'm visibly shaking up. I'm like reaching for Clive's hand. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna grab Hambone's hand and lead the group in the opposite direction of that thing. And as you grab his hand, there's there's an audible squish, and I, I just kind of like <laughs> touch a little bit. <laughs> All right, where are we? I'm here. Okay, let's go. Where are we head, Meryl? Um. Okay, so it went down the stairs. Ping where we are again. We're right, like. Guys are at the in the crew lounge on level okay, yeah. two. Okay, okay. So like, and it went down these these stairs, the starboard stairs. All right, let's run down the hallway in the opposite direction. So I'm gonna go to my. I guess for coming out that door, that would be my right. So running to the right. All right, and then up the hallway where there's an exit. Uh over over okay. here. Yeah. And there are just stairs that lead all the way down. You know, you, you run kind of the, the edge, and you're you're outside on sort of an outer deck. Um, and there are stairs that lead down to the to the floor, to the to the floor, to the deck of the ship. And there's another there. there's another set of stairs that lead up to the third the third floor as well. Ain't okay. nothing down there but ice cows. We have to go. Up, up. Seems good. The thing went down, so up. Up it is. And so, oh, um, as you... before we head up, I'd like to mm-hmm. look at uh, Vince, and I'd like to hand him one of the uh, candles. And, uh, you know, here you go, as an active faith, uh, partner, Yarg. And I hand him a candle. Um, I, I hesitantly look at him and look and kind of look at his hand and see how clean it is. And then I try as best I can to grab the candle from his hand without touching his hand. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I say thank you. 
And so you, you take this candle, you know, from this, this man's hand, and, and you guys ascend. <laughs> this no, almost this fire escape. Um, this fire escape. And you reach the kind of the third level. And, and as you do, uh, there's just this big gust of just icy wind, and it blows your candles out. Mm. F. I crouch down. I pull everybody down. Down to the ground. Low. And then I would like to ping where we are, where the wind just started. Um, the wind is just, I mean, you guys are here, out here on this outer deck. Okay, and it is now dark. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's light outside. It's dark inside of the, inside of the structure, because there's no okay. power. Okay, so I mean, so I, there's I go, plenty of light. Clive, uh, Zippo. Because Clive has a Zippo, right? Yeah, he's got like a like a silvered zippo or something. Zippos are wind resistant. So yep. I'm gonna go Clive. Zippo. Alright, I pull out the zippo. Flick it open very casually. And you kinda of flick it open and you go to light this next candle. You know, like light, light your candle. And and you look and you see down on the lower deck, there's this large white thing sort of licking its wounds. Mm. And it looks up and sees you and sort of slinks back into the building. Back into the lower deck. Back into the lower deck. All right. So I turn to the others and I say, everyone, whatever it was, we heard it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Very true. Very true, I twirl the crowbar. Mm, death. As a pirate, I like the idea. But, but fire I also like seem to do the most damage. We need more fire. I start talking to myself. Fire. Liar. Attire. Spy- I'm running in a circle again like I do when I'm under pressure. Conspire. <laughs> Desire. Um, I start shaking uh, him roughly by the <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> Damn it, man, this isn't a poem. Oh Christ! Is there yes. any books in my possession that uh, would be helpful with creating fire from the pieces of this boat we're on? Let's see. Um, what books does it say? Does it say that you? Yeah, it just um, says various, various books engineering books. Yeah. Um. So if you were able to consult your books, it might take some time. Given you'd be able to render some, you know, you would know what kind of machinery has oil in it. If it has, you know, different flammabilities of oil um, and, and things like that, you know, different – you could definitely craft something and you would be pretty good at repairing broken things or taking things apart and making something else out of them. Okay, so like in my immediate knowledge without looking at books, would I know where to go? On what? The, on the ship to find machinery? Yeah, like vaguely what's going to have oil in it. I mean probably the engine. Well, yeah. Which would be in the, you know, in the bottom of the ship. Okay. Um, or you would know, you know, any any sort of mechanical or wheelhouse stuff is going to be either in the very bottom of the ship or at the kind of the top uh, of the ship. Or you would know that the um, the engine controls has probably an access in the inner parts of the ship as well. That kind of weird uh, cutout that you guys keep seeing um in in some of the rooms seems to go up and through 
the whole ship, and that's probably somehow connected to the engine as well. All right. So, Connor. Yes. As, as, as Mar, right? Sorry. Say again? It's Mar, right? Mar? Star. Oh. oh, no, it's Merle. 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 Sorry, Merle. Mar. So, yeah. <laughs> so, this is, this is Mar Stevens, yeah, an engineer. So. <laughs> His dad had a stroke right as he was about to know. His name should be Mar. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I, I go up to Marl. I'm like, I think we should go to the captain's cabin. I could sure use a drink and alcohol is pretty flammable. Well, the thing that is, there, like that was the thing I was about to bring friend. up. We just left the second level, and there was mad alcohol down there. Should we make a run back there and grab more uh, Hades sneezes, as I uh, coined, TM'd, uh, more Hades sneezes, and have them on us? I, uh, I look around. Are there any, like, lifeboats or dinghies or any other... Uh craft of that sort smaller craft suspended from the side of this particular deck or anywhere that i can see them not on this deck but the deck immediately above does have one lifeboat there used to be two but there's only yeah. one now i remember we you spot check for that last game okay i tell them that they're you know they're they're going to be flares on that lifeboat and a flare did damage to this thing plus we can take the flare and, and lower the lifeboat down if we need it so I just we split up. No, <laughs> I grab her hand. No, sweetie, we can work it out. We just we'll get a counselor or something. I mean, probably oh, no. dictate <laughs> if we split up, we'd have a greater chance of finding success with one solution or the other. You're right, dear. You're right, dear. I look at her and I look at the guys like you know how it's like dealing with the misses. Okay, but seriously, splitting up is not a good idea. I think in conjunction with the here's what we do: we make a run to the crew lounge. We grab what we can because the little beastie is still hurt. It's it's inching. We'll grab as much liquor as we can, and we'll start making our way up to level three. And then we'll drop bombs on Baghdad. I, that's not a real place, but we'll drop bombs. You know, World War One, which has happened or is happening right now, and it we has will. Happened, uh, yes. It has. It has. <laughs> thank you, Clive, my, <laughs> uh, my man. And I'm like, it, so that's the plan. What do you, I mean? That's my plan. Do you, what do you guys think? Let's do it, but let's hope we get it to the alcohol in time. Unless, if we meet with that thing again without being prepared, we might not have the same good fortune. That's my big. That's my concern. I don't. We're closer know. to I... the alcohol than any other flammable liquid. So okay. Okay, let's go. I, okay, Vince, Vance, you're outnumbered. Let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> I like put. Yes, I I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> All right, and you guys are, are what? You're going back to the crew lounge? Yeah, we have to head back to the crew lounge to pick up. I mean, we should have done that before we booked it out of the damn door, but, you know, hindsight being 2020, yeah, we head back to the crew lounge. How how are you guys? Are you guys sneaking back? Or are you guys just going, we're going to freaking book it? What's we, the move? I think we full sprint, right? I think we just fucking book it. Like, we get, yeah. we, we do it scary movie style. Like, when you're about to hop back <laughs> into the bed after you turn the lights off, I, we all we all get into the, we, we climb down the stairs and we go, <sighs> Cool. And then we just and then we just we just run as fast as we can in the group. <laughs> oh fucking god, oh Jesus Christ. All right, um, <laughs> the five O scat. Ah, <laughs> oh, the party's busted, everybody run. <laughs> Hide in the attic. Oh. 
Campers are good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's everybody, do it. Uh, everybody make a constitution check. Okay. Uh, mm. All right. Yeah. That's it. right. Nice. That's going to be a 58. 58 out of what, Star? Oh, right. I need... Oh, that would help if I had Roll20 open. I'm trying to click on damn (laughs) (laughs) You're a teacher. You're an educator, (laughs) ma'am. I know. It's frightening. I Uh, I scare myself with that shit. All right. My constitution 67, and Mm -hmm. I got a 49. That is a fail. Yeah, Uh, that was a 58 out of 30 for me. All right. Give me a second. Fail? I thought a 49 would be a success because it's under 67, right? It's under 60. Yes, 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 yes. Just kidding. Ha ha. Ha ha. So I'm, I'm, I'm good, right? Because mine's 90 and I roll a 77. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you guys right now, Vince Vapor is a fucking tank. Like, he's just yeah. a tank build. He's like, oh, shoot me right in the face. See if I care. <laughs> oh, no, there's some poison. I'll breathe it. I'll eat it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. okay. Alrighty. Um, Star, yours was a fail, right? Uh, yeah. Alrighty. I would like um, to mention because we did... Oh, I can't retcon it. I was going to say I, I'm holding her hand, but that's not going to help. She's going to drag my ass down. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Drew, that was you passed. Yep. And I think you're actually naturally fast as piss. Oh, good God, you're fast. Yep. <laughs> I rolled a 28 out of 55. All right. That's also a pass. And you are also fast as, as all hell. All right. So, Drew, Alex, I shouldn't have said your real names because I've been calling you in my inner monologue by your character names, and now I've forgotten them. Um, Vince, Clyde, you guys, you guys tear off the hall, you know, tear down these stairs, make the turn into the, into that, you know, level two hall, and you look, and like, Hambone and Merrill are still like, like, kind of out of breath, like, working their way down the first flight of stairs. Are you guys going to keep running and kind of leave them in the dust, or are you, are you waiting up for them? Um, I'll, I'll wait up for them. Go! Good man. Just go! Go! Get the alcohol! Don't worry <laughs> about us! Go! Alex? I'm honestly gonna roll a... I mean, the essentially the Cthulhu equivalent of a perception check. Okay. And I'm going to not just spot for things, but like literally just pause and open all my senses here. You know, to see if I hear anything, any scraping, any smushing, any slithering, any slinking, any, you know, glint of light off of viscous liquid, you know, liquid or anything, just whatever. And you don't really, you don't really hear anything right now. And, and really, what'd you roll, by the way? Um, that would be a 98. So, yeah. So, all right. But you, 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 you know, just kind of listen very carefully and you don't hear anything you don't hear any any you know grinding or or squishing or wherever this thing is um as far as you can tell it is it is at least still all right well in that case i will book it into the room to try and grab as much alcohol as i can i know where it is the door is still open so that's true 
and kind of you've made it to the crew lounge and you're loading up your you, you know your your yourself with alcohol um and you know a few minutes go by but um you know you've you've loaded up before the the others even really uh make it to you um Meryl and Hambone are kind of out of breath event sort of just kind of saunters in you know uh you two are just very athletic and very quick and Meryl being so bookish and Hambone being kind of kind of older and living a really hard life um <laughs> has has led him to really kind of have diminished lung capacity you know from from smoking straight opium out of like aluminum foil pipes. You and legit shit. <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. I was about to be like, oh, you know, all that opium is just not doing good wonders for me. I'm like, oh, ooh, did you get it? Did you get the alcohol? I couldn't find any laudanum, which I found is far more satisfying than opium, just by the way. Um, <laughs> But yes, I have all the alcohol I, d- I, I think we'll need, but we have to hurry now. Quickly. Um, we, I, I go, uh, okay, let's, let's head back the other way. Vince, how are, you, how are you holding all this booze? Are you, I mean, it's just, like, you've probably got like a winter coat on because it's like stupid cold. Um, I would also like to say maybe, what are there tables on the crew lounge? Didn't we bring, oh, you know what I do have? Yeah. I took a tablecloth from the face. <laughs> I took a tablecloth <laughs> from the dining room table. We turned that into a hobo knapsack and filled that up with as yeah. much liquor as we can. <laughs> All right. I, love I love it. Um like I'm in pain because what a what a ridiculous way to fix the backpack problem. But I'm really happy because I love when people are like, yeah, I'd like to take the um like Clyde forever ago took a bunch of cooking oil and I've just been waiting on what the fuck bullshit this is going to turn into because <laughs> you, just, you give somebody a resource, too, yeah. you give someone the worst possible resource. You can be, yeah, you find a bag of marbles and then three sessions later, they're like, Oh, right. I'm going to throw the marbles on the ground and the guards are going to be falling all over the place. And like, son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So you kind of load all these, all this liquor into this tablecloth um and you've made a big hobo knapsack and what's and who's who's carrying that i can carry who's it. got the strong yeah he's the tank yeah and so you've kind of you've kind of got that in both hands kind of you know santa claus over your back um whatever what's everybody else got i mean i guess we all have our candles out yeah yep i got my crowbar in one hand my candle in the other and a song in my heart I've, um, uh, I've got my butter knife and my candle. Mm. <laughs> what about you, Clyde? I will, I'll try to take liquor if I can find like a bar apron or uh, any other kind of server's gear behind the bar that I can wrap some bottles in. Um, yeah, I'd like to try and fit a small bottle in my pocket also. Cool. Everybody kind of mark that down on your on your inventories or your, your possessions. Um, so, Clyde, you've got, you know, kind of a, uh, we'll say like maybe like a like a bar towel, like a big a big, you know, kind of sack you've made out of some, you know, piece of cloth that you found. Um, or even, like, maybe a bed sheet off of one of the beds, you know, because there's plenty of those laying around. Um, and you've got some liquor in there, and everybody's got their candle out. I'll also, like, as we're walking, I'll <clears throat> scatter liquor behind us 
creating like trails of flammable liquid in the event that the thing might like we might oh, like, see like, it down a it. corridor or something like that we could light the shit up and have it like burn right down the corridor instead of the flame that's a good idea that's Australia a really good idea and Gretel. <laughs> yeah essentially that's that's gonna do i look at him i'm like hey that's gonna that's gonna turn out really well if you have to you know, I don't know, sacrifice yourself at the last minute and <laughs> drop your zippo lighter into the liquor. That's I'm just saying offhandedly. For a, a game, this oh great job, Clive. <laughs> He's so fucking smart. I look I look at Mero. God damn it. I, I hope there's not liquor on the bottom of his shoes. Clyde, give me a dexterity check to see how well you're pouring that liquor down. Uh, or, uh, or, or I will accept an intelligence. Star, that's your husband. Why would you screw him over like that? Luckily, I He's got not my a, husband right now. I got, a, <laughs> right? I got a 29 out of 60, so I'll take that. All right, so you are- He's about you to are, be you know, Hambone's husband. <laughs> so, and you were kind of clever enough to be like, I should not get this on my person while I'm doing this. And yeah, so you've made a very nice trail and you've not put any liquor on yourself. I've imbibed perhaps some of it, but nonetheless, I have not spilled it. All right. I, uh, we, la- we load the last bit of it and I'm like, okay, let's, <coughs> let's giddy up out of here. Sorry, this ice cold temperature. Yeah, you know, that's something we never address during the game. It's so cold. <coughs> okay, let's roll. All righty. Where are we going? Up to level three. Yeah. All right. So as you guys you once again ascend this staircase and you know the wind is is just so icy but uh it doesn't isn't blow your candles out you guys are okay this time around um you move move up and uh as as you get to the third level you peer in down the two just dark dark hallways you know your breath fogging your glasses Meryl um <clears throat> And and you're presented with these two dark, just foreboding, icy hallways. Um, everything seems to be sort of like, a, like it's the officers' quarters. This is somewhere that they would have, um, you know, the not just the regular old crewmen would be here. Is is sort of this floor, and I've highlighted that on the map so you guys can see what all there is. Um, and you guys can kind of search as you please or tell me what you want to check out. Um, or you can kind of say, or, or if you want, you can just kind of check it out as a whole. And I'll tell you what, you know, as you peer in different doors, what you're doing. I'm looking for weapons and any sources of fire. So you sort of start moving through these halls. And one of the things you notice uh, is one of the the doors to the to a bedroom has been ripped off of the hinges and sort of blocks the hall you'd have to kind of climb over it or climb underneath it to get through and then as you move a little bit forward i'm gonna look at some stats really quick stats of what Jeez. yeah let me check your stats out before i no 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 so um yeah, this this is kind of a meta comment, but typically, if something small but not great is going to happen, you resolve it in luck order. So whoever has the lowest luck is the guy that you know steps in the dog doo doo. Um, 
if you guys remember the old uh, the, the 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 old recording or you know the, the the lost episode, it was Hambone that had to pee, and it's because Hambone just had the lowest luck. Somebody has to go take a shit, and I went, okay, who am I gonna make go do this? The guy that's unlucky. Um, which uh, this time is you, Clyde. Uh, please make a spot check for me um, as you're walking through this hallway. I remember right. in the last episode, I let that dude die. <laughs> <laughs> um, like walking with with Jesus, babe. That depends. <laughs> how did you guys? How did you guys split off? Or are you guys all together as a group? Uh, we stick together. I we stick together. It's the law of the land, Vince. You're handsome, but you're not Clive handsome. I like. I look him up and down while I say this. You're handsome, but you're not Clive handsome. And I follow by. <laughs> but I look back. I like take a second okay. glance back I, at him. I just mm-hmm. roll. I roll my eyes after he looks back. Um, and I go. I I go up the moral. I sorry if I'm butchering the name. Well, you're not that gay, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you ain't that gay. That's I guess you ain't that straight, are you? <laughs> and I go, do you know what happened to the captain back at the boat? Who, Captain Chip? <laughs> no, that's a. I'm not trying to. I look at Clive. Stop. Legitimately, are you talking about Captain Ship? Do Do I know the name of that captain that was on the boat? Yes, and it was Captain Ship. Ship? Oh, Captain Ship. All right. Yes, yes, yes Captain Ship. What do you mean? He's waiting for us. He, he, we, we're splitting the bounty with him. He's dead. <gasps> I stop. I, I like stop. In my, in my <gasps> sweet Neptune's nipples. What? When I went to the captain's, uh, well, when I went into the the pilot room, there was a four foot ice pick or ice um, sickle, I would say, protruding from his chest and holding him up on top onto the wall, bleeding out. Jesus, Mary, Mother of God. And uh, Clyde, was that um? How'd that spot check go? Uh, 48 out of 50. All right. And so just just in the last second, um, as you're walking down this hall, you see this thing. And it's, it's almost completely clear. Um, this cylindrical piece of like, glass, or, but it's cold to the touch. Glass or ice lodged into the wall like a harpoon. I touch it. Oh, that's... Is it ice? It it feels cold like ice, um, but it it doesn't melt. It's feels almost like tempered glass. Um, and and Vince, you would you would recognize it as being the thing that you were describing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can see it as well. Like, yeah, that's it. That that's what killed him. I pull. I pull this non-melting icicle or I try to pull it out of the wall. Give me a strength check. I assist. Alrighty. I grab his hips and I just keep going, Jesus Christ, Captain Ship. Oh, no. I was gonna have him be in our, in my wedding, in our, I mean, in my wedding. Alright, I fail, I think I failed that miserably. Don't worry, sweetheart, because I have you by the hips and I rolled a one. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like, that is so crazy. Like, I'm just like rapping. It just makes you wish to hold on to the to everyone who matters. And I just pull it. <laughs> and and Clyde, you're you're kind of like struggling with this thing. You know, you're hanging, pulling on it, and pulling on it. You got like one foot, and you're pulling on it. And it's just not even budging. And then a hand bone kind of grabs you by your hips and kind of gives you a yank and the thing just all at once just like out just out it goes (laughs) and then and then like and then i as i as it comes out ooh, i go oh there you go sometimes it's just in there a little too tight and like i give i give him a little pat on the bottom and i'm like okay let's get out of here let's let's go and it's probably about six foot long i mean this thing is enormous and it's got this barbed sharp barbed head to it like like you'd almost expect like from an arrow Fuck. or or a spear hmm. all right well i hold on to it i'm taking this shit with me mm-hmm. all right you're just what are you just dragging it behind you i'm Can kind you of trying I'm, it right? I'm gonna use it i'm gonna use it as a staff like it's kind of staff. like yeah okay all right don't you have a bunch of liquor that you're carrying no, I, I hand it off to, to some yeah. of the other guys. Okay. Well, when I find them, yeah. you guys are all kind of in a in a loosely associated pack. Is okay. that gonna make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go. I'm 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 by Merle. Wait, I'll go and take his snow coat or apron or whatever he loaded with liquor, and I'll and I'll put it on me. Cool. Okay, and I'll be like, well, you know, I guess. I guess now we get 100% of the booty, am I right? I like look at Clive. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not legitimately. You read the paperwork, dog. You said, I mean, dog, you, said, you did the paperwork, brother. I, we're, so what happens if Captain Ship dies? Are we doing this for nothing? No. We agreed to claim the booty. We claim it as long as we can get the ship back. Okay. All right. Hey, can we claim Captain Ship's ship? We're salvaging it, aren't we? Oh, two ships, two booties. Hey, I, I look at Merle. I'm like, two booty kind of day, hey, girl. And, uh, I'm like, let's roll. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today here on Roll 420 Nights. Let's start. Drew, how, how was, how, what'd you think? What'd you think about it today, buddy? Oh, I loved it. It was fun. Uh, mysterious, how I like it. Um, a lot, a lot of stuff to unravel. I can't wait to unravel it. Definitely looking forward to this. Thanks for having me. Ah, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. What about you, Alex? How are, how are you feeling about it? Well, as a fan of the Cthulhu mythos, I liked a lot of the nods to Lovecraft's fiction. Oh, mystery and terror on a boat lost at sea, you know, unknowable creatures uh, attacking unwitting heroes. Um, it's good stuff. I liked it. Can't wait for the next session. Outstanding. Star, what about you? Yeah, it was great. I like how, you know, we're all slowly getting to see the monsters and realizing that it's not craziness so far that we know of. So far. And Brian? <laughs> Uh, Connor, uh, Brian here reporting live from the end of the Call of Cthulhu game. I gotta let you know, buddy, 
this game has really, really been riveting. You've got everything from love to unrequited relationship emotional moments to somebody almost dying from a mythical arrow. I've got to say, Connor, that I give it four out of five stars as far as my review is concerned, and I highly let everybody know if they come into the area to come and check out this spooky ghost ship because you're never going to know what surprises you might find around every corner. And of course, we look forward to you checking in on our other podcasts, uh, This, That, and The Other, Reading Ronin, Sam of All Trades, the esoteric, eclectic uh, music extravaganza, and of course, Roll420, the high fantasy adventure headed by Drew, the banana hammock, the dungeon master extraordinaire. He taught me everything. He raised my first son that's not even been born yet. I don't know how he does it. Woo! Nicely done. Nice. Yep.